so high right now. Anything's possible. Oh my mama! Oh my mama made it, ma! Anything's possible! Rain and Jay's back with the vengeance back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. This the truth like 34. This like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. The crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily. Mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings. Focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it, got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making the show part of your daily routine. Whatever it is that you're doing right now, if you're listening to the show while doing other stuff through your headphones, or if you're watching the show on YouTube, I do appreciate you making me part of your Celtics experience. I'm John Corrales. I cover the team for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, which you can buy on my website, johncorrales.com, for 30 bucks, personalized Signed all of that, or you just pick it up wherever books are sold. Today, coming to you after a Boston Celtics 108-71 Summer League win over the Orlando Magic, the Celtics rolling along 3-0, undefeated, undisputed, rolling through the competition, racking up that point differential. How it works right now is they play on Saturday at 5 and 5 p.m. Eastern against Philly. Uh, if they win, they'll be undefeated and they'll go into a pool with whatever undefeated teams there are left. And point differential is going to be the tiebreaker. The two top teams go play for the summer league championship. And that's going to be, I think on Tuesday. So the Celtics still have a couple of games left and I'm, I'm hoping that at least one of them does not include Peyton Pritchard or Aaron Neesmith. I think that would be very nice. So first couple of segments here, I'll be talking about Summer League Game 3 against Orlando. The good, the not so good, but you know, no one was horrible in this. Third segment, a little something on Dennis Schroeder. I think, I think people are being a little unfair about this whole fumbling the bag. And like I, I've had my stuff to say about that too. I think his agent has some questions to answer. I think there's certainly a bunch of uh, maybe miscalculations, but I think I think we've crossed over. I think now people are reveling in it a little too much, and I'll talk about that in segment three. All right, let's start out here with the best performers here from the Summer League win, and I'll start with Peyton Pritchard, who just continues to do whatever the hell he wants out there. He is... Uh, Basically, getting to a point now where it's it's beyond helping him now. We're 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 beyond the point where summer league is helping Peyton Pritchard. He's he's getting things too easily. Defenses mess up. They play off him. Whatever. He just buries a thirty-two footer. Like he's he's hitting these logo shots. He's hitting hash mark shots. It's it's gotten to a point where it's not even beneficial for him. Anymore. The whole point of Summer League is to challenge a player in a way that can or have a player work on something that you know maybe maybe it fails, maybe whatever. Uh you you get the game film on it and then you go back to the lab, you 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 work on it some more. But 
Pritchard is is getting where he wants to go on the floor. He's dropping dimes. He had nine assists in this game. His numbers in this game, 17.6 of nine shooting, four of six from three, uh, four rebounds, nine assists, three steals, three turnovers. So he was pretty damn good. And if he's not going to be challenged, then what's the point of having him out there? Unless the Celtics want to put him out there and say, no more threes. Go be a driver. Let's see you drive. Let's see you work on this aspect of your game. I don't want to see, even if you're wide open, drive it. We're not, it's not a results-based thing. I talk about the score and the, the championship and all that stuff, but that's not why the Celtics are there. A summer league championship means nothing. Quick, tell me, who were last year's summer league champions? Do you remember? I don't, because no one cares. It doesn't matter. So maybe they put Pritchard out there and say, hey, work on this. This is your next game assignment. Do this uncomfortable thing. Shoot zero three-pointers. We know you can do that. Go do other things. I'm perfectly happy if he doesn't play anymore. I'm perfectly happy if, if they say, you know what? Pritchard's done. You've put in your work. Three games. We've seen where you are. We're going to worry about preseason. Like, preseason is the next thing. Go play in that preseason against actual NBA competition or closer to NBA competition, and let's let's further evaluate you there. So Pritchard was really good in this. Aaron Neesmith also really good in this. 18 points, 8 of 15 shooting. Two of seven from three, which is interesting. Hold on, hold on to that for a second. Nine rebounds, four assists, a block, a turnover for Aaron Neesmith. Okay, that two for seven three-point shooting. Weird, right? Because he shot the ball really well otherwise. Except, so he the, the two that he made were, I think, contested. And now of the five that he missed, there were at least three, maybe four, that were catch the ball in a kick out, basically right in the shooting pocket. It felt like take your two steps, boom, boom in rhythm, shoot the types of shot where if you showed him those on video and you didn't, he didn't realize you didn't know that those were missed shots. If you showed him, that's where you're going to get the ball. This is how you're going to get the ball. This is the rhythm you're going to have when you step into that shot. He'd be like, yes, please. I'm going to hit that shot 90% of the time, except he missed three or four of them against Orlando. The tough shots, the fading away out of bounds shots, the the contested shots, seemed like those were going in no problem. All of a sudden the the uncontested shots were his issue. I'd like to see him drive a little bit more, keep working on that. I'd I'd love it if the Celtics could somehow live substitute Pritchard and Neesmith, like bring them in for defense and then when the ball is going the other way, they sub out and two guys sub in, and they you know they only play defense from now on. But sure, Neesmith has some defensive issues to work on. I think we saw last season that he can be a, a, a pretty good defender, that he's got some solid defensive vacuum. I'm wondering, I got to go back and look, how much of this is because – other guys that he's playing with are, you know, there's just, it's hard to play good defense with a whole new team. Like that's going to be the point that suffers. And some of it is just, Hey, you got to stay in front of your guy. It's tougher, but you got to do it. So Neesmith, if he doesn't play anymore, I'm fine with that too. I asked, uh, uh, Joe Mazzula after the game, 
what's the plan for Pritchard and for Neesmith? And he basically said, it's going to, we're going to talk about that after the game. We're going to talk about it tonight. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. We'll have a better idea. And so hopefully, you know, the Celtics do have a media availability Friday afternoon. So check me out on Boston Sports Journal. I'll let you know what he said, obviously on Twitter. But he said it's going to be an organizational decision. And so it's not just Joe being there as head coach going, okay, I've seen enough from you. Brad Stevens is there. Ime Odoka is, is there. Uh, they're going to be, there's going to be a meeting with those guys probably already happened by the time, you know, you, but as certainly by now, at, as I record this for the second time, by the way, second, <laughs> this is my second go at recording this show. The decision is going to be made from above to see if those guys are going to continue to play. Now, I didn't even talk about the leading scorer yet. Sam Hauser, 21 points on 7 of 12 shooting, 6 of 10 from 3. Dude got hot. Dude got hot from 3. And uh, no doubt about it, he has the ability to get hot from 3. This is this is what he does. He's a shooter, right? Um, I'm not going to make too much of it because shooters get hot from 3. Like he, he said after the game, the speed of the, everything was a little bit different. In this game, I seem to get my legs a little bit under me. Uh, I, I couldn't hit the shots that I was making before, but tonight I hit the shots. So, of course, though, he's 6'8". He hit a bunch of shots. People are starting to ask me, is this the stretch four that we've been looking for? Which I don't think so. Not yet. I mean, not at this point. But, hey, he's on a two-way contract. It's an easily upgradable contract. So you got him. Try him out. Maybe maybe, the, maybe he does win a few games for the Celtics. I, 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 like I said, I doubt it, but it's possible that he has it within him to go and, and do this and to play well. So if, if they do decide they want to upgrade his contract, great. Most likely though, I don't see any reason for that because he's on a two-way deal. There's this whole plan for cap space. Don't bother screwing up, screwing that up with, you know, adding a contract here and having to waive somebody or whatever, just keep them on the two-way deal. Let them know, like, after the season's over, after we run through our progression of things, we're going to keep you on. We're going to, we will offer you an NBA contract, but you got to wait till we do the Bradley Beal or Zach Levine or whomever third star type of deal. We, you got to wait till that's over and then we'll bring you on as a, you know, we'll give you some rookie contract, a couple million bucks and congratulations. You're going to be the stretch four. If he's that good, then they can do that. No reason to bring him in now and, and mess everything up. So, but again, just, just one game. He's known as a shooter. This was a nice shooting performance. He did a great job. Good for him. Let's see if he can continue that. Maybe he'll get more opportunities moving forward. All right. I've got other guys to talk about some interesting people on the floor, including the two draft and stash guys. That's coming up next. First, I've got to tell you about sweat block. Now, everybody sweats, and look, it was 95 degrees out there. Uh, these are the days where people sweat more than others. But hey, look, I know it's embarrassing. Some some people sweat more than other people, and so something like sweat block can actually really help. It's doctor created, it's doctor re- doctor recommended. It's a a wipe, right? It's like a like a one of those like a wet nap looking type thing that 
at, at night, you take a shower or whatever, you put it on, you go to bed, in the morning you wash it off, and it can last for up to seven days. And if you watch some of the videos that are out there, you've seen firefighters test this out, put it on, go fight their fires with their gear on and all of that, come out of it with shirts that are dry where they've applied sweat block, okay? It's got a dry shirt guarantee. If it does not keep you dry, you get your money back. And we know that, hey, it can be embarrassing. Are you going on a first date? Are you going on a job interview, wedding, something, meeting your significant other's parents? One of those switch situations where the nervousness will get you to sweat, again, especially in this weather, you don't want that. You want the confidence to know that you can go through whatever you got to get through to get through it dry, right? So check it out. It's been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, and it's got 13,000 reviews, more than that. You go check it out. Go get it today. Get 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on. 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Today's show is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on sports. You want to bet on Summer League? Go for it. You want to bet on the WNBA? Sure. Baseball? Absolutely. International sports are all on there. Head on over, use your laptop, use your mobile device, go through the whole thing, create your profile for free, use the promo code locked on, then make your first deposit. With that promo code, you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus so you do all that stuff you enter the promo code locked on you deposit two hundred dollars hundred dollar welcome bonus that's the 50 percent welcome bonus with the promo code locked on that's how it works so don't sit on the sidelines anymore get into the game it's bet online your online sportsbook experts please gamble responsibly Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Yamadar has been the big talking point for this summer. Everybody was wondering about him coming over. Uh, I've been watching him very closely, trying to figure out what signs is he showing to stick around? What signs does he, does he show that say, hey, he needs more work? Frankly, once again, game three, more evidence that says it's just not time yet for Yam Madar, which is fine. It's it's completely fine. It's not it's not a knock on him. He's a young guy who's just not ready yet. And I'm glad that he got this experience. I'm glad that he came in and saw what this next level is like. And it's just summer league. But you saw some of the things that he was able to do in Israel, that tenacious defense, that aggressiveness, not working quite to his favor. I think he saw that the the level, even at, at Summer League, the level of competition was just high enough where some of those things cost, cost him. The gambling a little bit cost him. And so that's another, another day of evidence that says to me, yeah, Yam needs to go back. He obviously needs to put on some muscle. You saw him out there. You saw him next to um, Johan Begaron and how much bigger Begaron is than, than Madar. You saw him next to Bruno Fernando, who's a big, huge dude. And you're like, whoa, Yam looks really skinny. Go put on some weight. Go put on some, you know, some muscle. Hit the weight room. Uh, there, There's a foundation there for him to build on. There certainly is. 
So I have no issue with him coming back next season and trying to make the NBA. And, and I think that he can make the Celtics next year, maybe even be a contributor to the Celtics next year. I don't know what his career is going to be, but he certainly has some level of talent. He has a smoothness to his game that I like. He's got a natural kind of flair. He's got a natural kind of, you know, there, there's a, a sensational element to him. And so great. There's, there's, there's something there for, for Yamadar to build on, but the fundamentals that you're going to need at this level still need to improve. So it's once again, a, a more evidence that he's just not ready yet. Fine. Just hopefully you take, take the homework back to Israel and work on it and come back next summer and show that, yeah, you've built on it and you're great. Same goes for um, Johan Begaron, who is you know, a big, strong, athletic kid. I, for some reason, I, I saw him running around out there, and I thought, I thought he looked a little like Gerald Green. Maybe just because he, he might physically resemble Gerald Green in, in certain moments. I, I don't know. I, I threw that out there. I got some pushback on that. Uh, he's not exactly the same kind of player. But, but he's also big and athletic, and I think he's a guy, like unlike Yum, like the Celtics are not going to pay the nearly million dollars, whatever that number is allowed by the league, to have Yam come over and be a two-way player. That's, they're, they're not budgeting themselves for nearly a million dollars for a two-way player. That doesn't make any sense for them. Begaron can come in, and I think if he doesn't have a buyout, he might be a two-way candidate. Now, you've got Sam Hauser already, but if Begaron can come in and you, you think he's moldable, the jump shot, the fundamentals, that kind of stuff, maybe the Celtics want him with their staff versus you know, a, a French league team that isn't going to have that same focus for him. Possible. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but who knows? I think there's, there's a moldability there within him. And, you know, he, he had that news conference the other day and he said, I like the defense. And we saw him out there. He likes the defense. He blocked a shot, uh, had a couple of steals. I think it was actually, let me look at it right here. He had two steals. Yep. So seven points, eight assists, seven rebounds, two steals. Uh, a nice game for him, a nice game. And I think there's, there's room for him in the organization at some point, whether it's two way coming up or something else move, you know, down the line. He's, he's an intriguing prospect. I don't, I definitely don't know what his ceiling is because I can say that it's it, at this point you, you look at he's athletic, but he's so raw and maybe if he develops a jump shot, you can have a three and D guy out there, but he's, he's so raw that you just don't know what, what really is underneath all of that. Last guy I want to shout out Bruno Fernando, just for being a big guy who had some decent footwork out there for the people who know me. They know I love footwork in the post. I'm a post, I'm a post play kind of guy. I grew up on Kevin McHale, so I love some good post play. And Fernando had a couple of moves out there that were pretty fun. I enjoyed them. 
it's not something that I think is going to translate to the NBA level. I don't know what Fernando's future is in Boston. I don't know if he plays beyond this summer in a Celtics uniform or whatever. The, the Celtics have Robert Williams, uh, Al Horford, Ennis Cantor, and Bruno Fernando. Do you need four centers? Something's got to give there. Maybe they didn't need to sign Ennis Cantor. I haven't seen anything that says, welcome back, Ennis Cantor. Is there time to back out on the signing of Ennis Cantor? I don't know. I mean, it seems like they've committed to him, so maybe not, but we'll see. Uh, all right, that's the Summer League game. I think basically the takeaway here is Summer summer League Game 3, much like Games 1 and 2, Pritchard, Neesmith, well, Neesmith wasn't great in, in Game 1 as far as shooting the ball, but basically Pritchard and Neesmith were, were really good. There's a third guy that generally contributes. Yamadar has some flashes. Game 1 was pretty good, but then obviously needs some stuff to work on. And that's about it. No Romeo Langford, by the way. If you're wondering what happened to Romeo, schedule day off for Romeo Langford. So uh, he'll play on Saturday. Maybe that means that Pritchard and Neesmith or and or Neesmith won't play. That might actually be good because then you got Langford out there. As I was talking to Suichi Tirada in the last episode, hey, maybe Langford going out there and being the man. Let, let's see what that brings out of him. All right, up next, I'm just a little put off by the, not the concept of Dennis Schroeder blowing it, but how much people are just piling on with Dennis Schroeder and his contract thing. I think, I think people have gone overboard. I'll talk about that next after I tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. You've heard me say that before, but Go check it out for yourself. In fact, Built Bar is actually a pretty cool company. They just signed a deal with BYU football. The walk-ons, they're paying the walk-ons tuition. They're, they're paying like double tuition for the guys on scholarship. The, the, all the players, because of the name image likeness stuff, Built Bar is like financing that whole team. And that's pretty cool. Giving back over there. Those kids work hard and they're they're paying for their education. Good for them. So I feel good about having a Built Bar, and there are plenty of Built Bars that you can have. They are delicious. People love them, and they come in all sorts of flavors, so try them out. Get one of those mixed boxes if you want chocolate or a fruity one, strawberry, orange, stuff like that. They're all in there, and every flavor has uh, somewhere between 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 or 5 net carbs, they're delicious. They're nutritious. If you've got a nut allergy, no problem. If you're on the keto diet, no problem. There are options for you for the nut allergy. The keto diet's approved. So check them out. Use the promo code LOCK15 at built.com and make sure you're going to built.com a bunch because they have uh, the special limited edition flavors that drop all the time. So check them out. Use the promo code LOCK15 every time you want to order on every order. There's no limit to it. Use the promo code LOCK15 every time at built.com be sure to follow our social channels at lo celtics on twitter and at locked on celtics on instagram so we know that dennis schroeder came to boston signed for the 5.9 million dollar taxpayer mid-level and that comes after turning down an 80 plus million dollar offer 
from the Los Angeles Lakers. As they say in today's parlance, he fumbled the bag. Okay, great. Uh, his agent certainly has some answers to, uh, to give. There needs to be some introspection in Team Schroeder for misreading the, the landscape and costing him all of this money. That's established. That's done. That's the storyline is done. But some people seem to really be reveling in Schroeder's mistake. And so as I was kind of going through before the podcast, uh, I'll scroll through a bunch of the headlines. I want to see what's out there. Maybe I missed something. Maybe something's out there that, that, you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm running around. I miss a headline. I want to make sure that I have everything covered on the podcast for you. And I came across this video of Shannon Sharp just really going all in on Schroeder. And I, I, my problem here is, here's a guy who bet on himself. And we, the general we, love when players bet on themselves or people bet on themselves and it pays off. They love that story. So-and-so does, you know, quits a job or passes up this, this contract and goes out there and does whatever, and it works out. It pays off. Congratulations. We love you for it. People love those stories. But all of a sudden, for Schroeder, he bets on himself, goes out there, and has a, a year that was okay, but it wasn't great. It wasn't as good as the year he had prior in Oklahoma City. And so people are people upset that he didn't come out and play quite the same way. They didn't shoot quite as well. I, I don't get it because he bet on himself as well. Are we, aren't we like collectively, haven't we as a society decided that betting on yourself is good? So if you bet on yourself and it doesn't work out, are you suddenly an idiot? Are, are we not like, do we not celebrate people betting on themselves? I, I just don't, I don't get the level to which People really want to celebrate how badly Schroeder screwed himself. And like I've said it before, I, I think that Schroeder has had, you know, either he got bad advice or maybe he went a little, I don't know, maybe he, he overthought or overestimated what he could get. Okay, fine. But the celebration of, or the pointing and laughing uh, about just how poorly this went is, I don't know. I feel like it went a little over the top. If we're going to, if we collectively have decided that we're celebrating when guys bet on themselves, then I, I don't know why people are going so far to pile on. Like we, it's, it's okay. He, he tried it and it didn't work. Move on, like move on. And he's fine. So he's getting like $6 million from, from Boston. And he would have gotten, I don't know what the breakdown was, but it was four years or 80, 80 plus million dollars or whatever. So if he goes out, even if he gets four years of mid-level deals and they're 6, 12, 18, 24, 24 million. And okay, so he didn't get 60 million could have had 60 more, but also the 24 million, like he's fine. Like he's fine. So the, the worst case scenario 
if I'm sitting there and I'm evaluating things, you might say, hey, okay, the worst case scenario is I still make a whole ton of money that playing basketball and it's more money than most people will ever, ever dream about in their lives. So let's see, let's roll the dice. And he, he didn't get it. Maybe he'll get it after this season. And what do we do then? What if he has a good season and then he goes out and he gets a big contract? Do people go, I'm sorry? Is anybody going to say I'm sorry? No. I don't know. I guess I'll just leave it at this. I, I think that we spend so much time celebrating when people bet on themselves and do well that I don't understand this, this concept of, well, he bet on himself and he lost, so let's all point and laugh. What what needed to be said has been said. To to go so far and keep going over the top with it is is too much. So whatever. I don't even I'm not even a, a shrewder fan per se. Like, but hey, bet on yourself. Nothing wrong with betting on yourself. I'm betting that you are enjoying this show. Maybe if you are, then will you please subscribe if you're listening on a podcast. If you have not subscribed yet, please do. If you have a five-star rating, good written review somewhere, wherever you can give that would be awesome. If you're new or if you're a YouTube subscriber or if you're new watching YouTube, subscribe, please. Thumbs up on the videos, thumbs up and comments on the videos also help. And really the most important thing, the thing that I would love for you to do more than anything is share the podcast, tell your friends, spread the word. That when people need to listen to something when it comes to the Boston Celtics, they should be listening to the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network.